Good Tuesday morning to you. Welcome to Brewers Briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer. It's time to brief you what's happening in the world of news and discuss it. And I'd love for you to get involved in the program today by giving us a call on the brew lines or a text on the Windy Chevy text line. The number's the same, 918-756-3646. 918-756-3646. Again, text or call. Love to hear from you. Appreciate when you do contribute. And I just appreciate you listening also. That's always welcomed as well. We do podcast programs called Brewers Briefing. We put it out there on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever the places are that all do the podcast stuff pretty much. So you can check it out there. And again, thanks for listening online and on the radio, 106.3 FM, 1240 AM. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is uh, October 10th and uh, lots of stuff going on. Of course, we're going to talk about uh, that today, Israel at, at war and uh, and all that. That's that's uh, consuming my thoughts, probably yours as well. We'll dive into that in just a second. We'll take a look at the quick uh, forecast, see what's happening out there. 51 degrees, cool this morning. Fair skies, looking for 83 for the high temperature today. North winds, 62 overnight, back to 82 tomorrow. 81 on Thursday, a little breezy, 25 to 30 on the winds. <coughs> Excuse me. Chance of rain Thursday night, but not too much. Friday cooler, sunny and 72. Again, 67 over the weekend on Saturday. Going to be cooler, just like it was this this past weekend. Sunday, 64. Lower 40s overnight, and Monday, 64. So uh, setting in for some cool weather over the weekend and into next week. And so what do we have currently around the state? Let's take a look, see. I still sound stopped up, don't I? 48 in the Panhandle. There's a 39 in Eva. Already getting cold out there, isn't it? We have, let's see, we need 60s. There's a 60 and down in the southwest at Medicine Park. Looks like that is the only 60s in the state. Right? There's a cool this morning and uh, going to be cooler coming up over the weekend. So glad to have you with us again for the show. Again, text in uh, if you can. I was uh, checking on my son this morning. He's traveling around in Spain. I hate to have my kids overseas this time, but they're doing good. And I've just, just got a text in from him. So checking on that right there. Um, so where do we start? I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. The... the um, Atrocities happening in Israel are just mind-boggling. They are heart-wrenching, and um, that's what we're going to talk about today. <clears throat> and again, I, I don't, I don't even really know where to start. I, I know you guys are all pretty much up to speed on all of this. I would, just, I would imagine, because it's consuming pretty much all the news, as and as, as it should be. And, you know, there's, there's lots to talk about about it. The, obviously, the, the atrocities committed by Hamas and Iran, who's supporting all of this, the ignorance of the Biden administration funding all this kind of stuff, helping indirectly fund it with the uh, stupidity and the incompetence of this administration. It's, it's, it's so maddening, <clears throat> infuriating to see what's happening for those of you that are on Twitter X, I guess they call it nowadays, whatever we're calling it. 
Ben Shapiro had a uh, a program, probably forty minutes long. I don't know, maybe longer. And it was extremely moving. I would encourage you to go and find it and watch it. I, I don't know how else to tell you just to look it up. Ben Shapiro. He's an Orthodox Jew, and so he can speak to it from that perspective, which is good, and what it means to the Jewish people and, and, and so forth. So I would encourage you to go watch that. He's got the graphic videos and photos that he wants you to look at. He's he's encouraging you to look at it, even though it's tough to look at. He wants you to see what the, the face of evil looks like. And I've kind of always <clears throat> believed that is is the way to go. You know, like, for example, the movie, The Passion of the Christ, that Mel Gibson put out some years back. Some people didn't want to watch it because it's so gruesome. The bloody images of Christ and so forth. And I I think it's, well, you got to see it. You got to try to imagine what it might have been like for Christ to be beaten and crucified and so forth. Mocked, humiliated. And I think it's, it's, you got to watch those kind of movies. It's kind of like Schindler's list. It's very difficult to watch. It's obviously about the Holocaust. It's an extremely well done movie and, but it's tough to watch. I mean, but I think you got to see it. You got to have, you got to have some imagination of what it was like. And, and so that we, we learn from stuff like that. We're moved by it. It it affects us. And that's what Shapiro's trying to do in, in this program he's got going that he did. And so try not to turn away from the images as brutal as they are because you need to see it and, and, and see the depravity of human nature, what it can and be possible of and, and what is what's happening right now. So, so, so we know that's all, I don't I guess I need to go back over all of that. Um, what all has happened? It's you know, there's been what I don't know. What's the number now? Nine hundred, a thousand deaths, something. I'm sure the number is still climbing up. I keep hearing different numbers. You know, I guess they don't know. It's hard to know how many people have been slaughtered between eight, nine hundred, and a thousand. I suppose hundred and fifty or so maybe captured uh, hostage in Gaza. And there's, these are people from all over the world, by the way. They're not just Israelis. I was reading here in Breitbart, you know, some of the countries involved, the people that have been killed or kidnapped, Argentina, Brazil, Britain, Cambodia, Canada, Chile, Colombia, France, Ireland, Mexico, Nepal, Peru, Philippines, Thailand, United States, probably others. We know that at least 11 Americans have been killed. That's all been confirmed. And we don't know how many are unaccounted for. But we know 11 Americans have been killed. And, uh, of course, hundreds of Israelis and people from around the world. And uh, they're they're flocking to the airport to try to get out of there. Lots of countries are sending airplanes and stuff, trying to... uh, uh, rescue their people from, from there. There's, there's all kinds of stories. And, and there was an attack on the airport. You may have seen that. The, the savages directed their rockets toward Ben-Gurion Airport, which is the only major international airport that I know of in Israel. Israel's a small place. I had the uh, fortune to live there for about six months one time back in the day. 
It's a small country. Anyway, people, they, they did, they did successfully uh, land a rocket pretty close to the airport. Didn't actually hit the airport, and uh, but it was pretty damn close. And so people are scrambling, trying to get out of Israel back to their respective homes here and there. But some people are staying. I've got a, I've got a clip. I got friends over there, and, and and they're called back to active duty. Of course, every reservist has been. There's hundreds of thousands have been called back to active duty. This is a massive undertaking that's uh, fixing to take place. Hamas will be no more after this is all over. They're going to uh, eviscerate them and incinerate them, and rightfully so. They they got to do this. I mean, it's this is this is the time to do it. Uh, so anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this clip. This is from a friend of mine, Ari Abramowitz. He's uh, originally American guy from Houston, I think, and now he's been in Israel a long time. This is the guy that I uh, hung out with when I was over there. He's a great guy, a good friend of mine, and and uh, he he took me around, did some stuff, did some cool stuff. But he's got a family over there. He's got got stuff going on. He, he's gonna explain to you kind of why. They are staying where they are and what they're doing. And, and, and just I want you to listen to this. This is uh, pretty interesting stuff. Arya Bramos, this is live in Israel from, uh, I think, yeah, maybe, well, maybe this morning, actually. Hang on. Let me get the audio fixed here. People, friends and family who have reached out and... Back that up. Okay. So there have been uh, quite a few well-meaning people, friends and family, who have reached out and suggested that we pack up and leave for a while, you know, to a, a bigger, more well-fortified city, a safer place, they say, rather than stay out here on the tip of Jewish settlement in Judea, out here on the front lines. And so they want to know why we're staying here, and so here's the answer. There are Jewish villages behind us in which over 90% of the men have been called up. And if we leave, then they are on the front lines. And if they leave, then Jerusalem and Tel Aviv are on the front lines. And without Israel, God forbid, every Jew in the world will be on the front lines with nowhere to go. And open your eyes, Diaspora Jury. You're my brothers. I love you with all of my heart, and I would happily die for you, okay? But just listen. Whatever sympathy you think is coming your way will be very short-lived. Just wait for the slightest retaliation, and you will see the seething hatred pointed at you. It doesn't matter if you're right-wing or left-wing or Democrat or Republican, pointed at you just for being a Jew. And if you think that it can't happen again, you're delusional. You're wrong. So here it is. We are staying here. We're staying here to protect every Jew and really the entire free world from the bloodthirsty, relentless jihad pointed at all of you. We are not going anywhere. We are ready for anything. And while we want for nothing more than love and peace, if they want this war, they're going to get it. And if they think that we're going to fire a warning shot, well, they have another thing coming. We are here in Judea just waiting for them. So ignore the chatter from the government. The nation of Israel is a lion, ready and eager to pounce. And one way or another, the whole world will see the wrath of the nation of Israel and the God of Israel. Shalom from the Arugot farm. Stay strong. Hashem is with us. And I would encourage you uh, strongly to be praying for Israel commanded to do that as Christians anyway. We should be doing that, but certainly now. 
and 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 giving to Israel. Uh, these guys have a ministry over there, and I was going to see if I had their link that you can donate if you're so minded to do so. Actually, it's on my Facebook page somewhere. I put that out there. Where where is this stuff? Come on, Brewer, figure this out. Let's see right here. I put this out yesterday. Let's see. You can donate thelandofisrael.com. That's the name of their ministry. Pretty simple to remember that. Thelandofisrael.com. If you wanna if you wanna donate, there's a place to do that. And they're and it's him and a buddy, Jeremy Gimpel, another friend of mine that we hung out with over there. Anyway, they're they're doing what they can. They're brave and 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 they're gonna and they're gonna stick it out. So he was talking about Jews around the world, and this is what's this is what's the scary part is these <coughs> jihadist savages are calling for Jews to be killed around the world. There is some leader of this Hamas group, and he was giving a speech somewhere, and he says, "You have Jews with you in every place." Talking about to these Palestinians around the world. You have Jews with you in every place. You should attack attack every Jew possible in all the world and kill them. This is what this this, uh, leader said. He was uh, rebuked by both sides, but still, this is what they think. This is is how they are. They're, They're absolute savages. They are the lowest of humankind. There is almost no words to we could even say on the radio for these pieces of human trash, what they are. Anyway, so they're calling for this. I mean, some of these are calling for this around the world. And you've seen probably the protest and the rallies in New York City, the Hamas lovers in the street, some of our own politicians, the Ilhan Omars of, 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 of America. And, of course, they have the right to say whatever they want to say and believe whatever they want to believe. It's, it's, it's America. But it's disgusting to see that people would come out and, and support this this carnage and heinous crimes with raping women, de- desecrating dead bodies, you know, murdering everybody, whole families. Just, I mean, it's just the worst of the worst. It doesn't get any worse. Setting them on fire. I saw a video yesterday of this woman in a group of savages beaten. God only knows how many times raped. They set her on fire alive. And she's just, she's so, she can't, you know, she's, it's disgusting. I mean, how do you watch that? It's, it's unbelievable. She finally just gave up and just couldn't even, she was exhausted, just on fire. And they're all chanting around. And it's, it's beyond imagination. It really is. And I don't know where you guys are all on this stuff. I would hope you're, you're praying for Israel. You're on the side of Israel. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna see them succeed, and, and they're, they're they're they are gonna bomb the hell out of Gaza, and they need to wipe it out. You know, Gaza was given to the to the Palestinians for peace back in two thousand five. Land for peace, remember all that? It was it was it was there was Jewish Jewish people that was it was Jewish territory, and the brilliance of the liberal Jewish government decided to run all the Jews out, their own people. Give it to the Palestinians for peace, and we'll all live together in harmony. 
And all that's happened is it's created a hotbed for terrorism down there, and they fire rockets into Israel at a closer range than what they used to do. And it's it's something because the Gaza Strip's a little tiny place right on the Mediterranean. Could be gorgeous. Could be Singapore. With all the billions that have been given to this group of people over the decades, been since 2005, they elected Hamas to rule in 2006. And it's it's a, where's my button here? It's a of a place down there. Absolutely. And all, all they do is want to kill Jews. That's what they do. And, and, and you look at their, I mean, they have, the, the Israelis have been warning citizens of Gaza, get out. Okay, we're coming in. We are going to blow the living hell out of your 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 place. You need to get out of here. And the Jews have all kinds of ways to try to warn their people. Social media, leaflets. They have bombs that only shake buildings to try to warn them to get out before they destroy it. the The Israeli army does everything they can to pre- pre- preserve you know, human life and innocent civilians. But the Hamas savages are encouraging their people to stay. Don't listen to the Israeli government. Stay here. They want their people to die. They want the scenes of dead Palestinians all over television to garner the sympathy of the world. And that's that's what Ari was saying a while ago in that little clip. You're seeing a ton of support right now. Even, you know, President Biden up there, we support, you know, they have the right to defend themselves. Let's see what happens in a couple of weeks after Israel begins. To, I mean, they're striking now, but. When we see all the dead Palestinians on television, we'll see how that shifts. If it shifts, how it shifts, how soon it shifts, where will the sympathy go? Because what's going to start happening? Mean, hell, they've already, some of these people, I guess we'll call them, in the United States, in the Biden administration, right off the bat, and the AOCs of the world calling for a ceasefire from the beginning. You know, we can't have any more bloodshed. Both sides need to just de-escalate and cease fire. Anybody that calls for that is is a is ignorant. One, I'll just I'm going to try to be nice today as as much as I can and try to keep it. You know, because you don't cease fire after what has happened to your country, your people. You don't, you don't lay down your weapons and go, well, you know, yeah, we're just going to, we're going to call a truce and let's shake hands and let's truce. This is not, this is not, it's insane to consider to, to even certainly promote that. Obviously you're a, a sympathizer to the Hamas. It's so ignorant and it's so, I mean, what are the words? Stupid, ridiculous, insane. To suggest at this point there be any kind of ceasefire, <laughs> no. And I, I saw a number, and we could do the math, and I don't I don't have it in front of me, but you know, there's say there's say there's 900 killed Israelis. It would be the equivalent of 30 to 40 thousand Americans being slaughtered in, in a day. Imagine somehow in our country, the enemy has come in. And in one day, slaughtered thirty to forty thousand innocent Americans. Just when women, children, men, older people, every anybody and everybody, slaughtered in a day. How would we respond to that? Lay down our arms and call a truce? 
No. Thousands and thousands of rockets f- fired into Laredo and El Paso and Arizona and just just call the truce, call call it a day. You know, let's No. No, that's not how we would respond. And and that's we gotta put this in, you know, perspective of what it means to Israel. I mean, they're not a gigantic country. There's I don't know, eight million people living in Israel, something like that, maybe. Anyway, we, we need to be praying for Jews, not only in Israel, but all over the world, because they're going to be attacked. They're already being attacked already places around the world, businesses, you know, it, it's going to be, it's what they do. And it's, you know, a question comes and Julie and I were talking about this, you know, what is it with why the hatred, why so much hatred for the Jews? Where's this coming from? It's not like there's a big bunch of gold down below the uh, Israeli floor and, and a bunch of oil they want to come steal. It's just what's behind the hatred. And you may have a a better, you know, idea than what I what I came up with. To me, it's it goes back to thousands of years ago with with the enmity between Ishmael and Isaac. Abraham had a promise from God that he was going to be uh, having having a child, promised child. God, you know the story, I'm sure. God promised Abraham and Sarah a child. Well, it didn't happen for a long time. I mean, they're waiting 25 years. They're getting hell. They're old. They're beyond any childbearing age, and they were wondering if this was really going to happen. Maybe they maybe they missed God on this one. You ever miss God on something you thought he said and maybe he didn't say it at all? Well, they came up with a brilliant idea to Sarah suggested take the handmaiden, Hagar, and, and have a child with her and I'll raise it and we'll call it. Maybe that's the way the plan is supposed to be. Uh, and Abraham unwisely listened to his wife like Adam did back in the day. We're not always good at that. And he took Hagar, had a child, Ishmael which means God will hear. And God says, no, that's not the plan. That's not, that's not what I had in mind at all. You need to, you need to trust me on this. You're going to have a child with Sarah. And you know, so, so, so they had a child, Isaac, we'll just cut to the chase here. It's, it's a long story, but they had Isaac, the promised child, the, the son of faith, the son of promise is Isaac. And through Isaac will come the Messiah. Not through Ishmael. And there's been in between between those two people from then. The Ishmaelites became Arabs, Muslims, Isaac, the people of the Jewish state. And that's where it all started. And and they've been fine pretty much ever since. Now it's, you know, I I mean, there's, there's, there's this inbred deep seated hatred that goes back millennia. It just, it's just, it's what it is. And, And, so, and it's, it's beyond that. I mean, it's, it's so, it's even before that, really, if you think about it. I mean, this goes back to the garden. This is so satanic. It's, it's Satan trying to destroy the seed, which is the seed of the Messiah. And it, it, it's happened from the garden. It was, it was Cain and Abel. Cain did not have the seed of faith of the Messiah. Abel did tried to kill it. It came down through Seth. 
the, the next child. And so from there, the, the enemy has been trying to wipe out the seed of Messiah. When he tried to destroy the babies in Egypt, when they were chunking them into the river or they were told to, they didn't actually do that. Satan's been trying to wipe out the seed of Messiah from the beginning. It, you know, he, he, he's new. God has chosen this group of people to make his name known in the, in the planet, in the earth. And he's been trying to thwart that plan from the beginning. It's just a satanic hatred from around the world. It's, 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 and it's been there from the beginning. People that hate God, the satanic influence has been, is, is, is in their life. I mean, it's just, it's just what it is, right? It's, it's so deep. It's so spiritual. It's not a political issue. And that's why, you know, I, I think it's going to be difficult to solve this in political terms. I don't think it's, we shouldn't try, but it's, it's where this deep seated hatred comes from. Um, anyway, I'm looking at my text here. Some of you guys texting in. Good morning to you, by the way. If you have a thought or, or, or something you want to jump in there, don't, don't be afraid to, uh, 918-756-3646, text or call. But anyway, this hatred, this hatred is, uh, it is, it's satanic and it goes back forever. And so here's, here's some of the problems. So you got down in Australia, you've got a rally, pro-Palestinian rally. Sky News Australia is reporting that hundreds of angry pro-Palestine protesters have been condemned for marching to the Sydney Opera House, lighting flares and chanting blank Israel and gas the Jews in support of Hamas attacks on Israel. Of course, Australia, free Western country, you can do what you want down there. You can support whoever you want to do it. And this is where they're going. Gas the Jews. Shouting, chanting, F the Jews, gas the Jews. All over the world, this is happening. It's happening in America. It's happening in Australia. It's happening. It's happening everywhere. So, you, you, we need to be on guard. We need to be praying. We need to be everything. You know, we can be doing for our Israeli friends, Jewish brothers and sisters all over the planet, because this is uh, this is what's happening right now. And that's what's happening now in Australia. Gas issues. It's anyway. It's it's beyond. It's it's. And that's what Ari said. You think it can't happen again? He was talking about the Holocaust. You know that's that's the that's the mantra. Never again. We're never gonna let this happen again. And he's saying you don't think it's happening again. You're delusional. People, you know, there, there's this this hatred still exists. The seething hatred for Jews hasn't gone anywhere. It's still out there. And there's people and there's politicians and, and it's still alive and well. So let's go to the phone lines. Good morning, David. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm all right. I know you're a little, uh, little distressed. I know you got friends over there. I do. Yeah. 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 I've been praying for your friends. I've never even met them, but I'm praying for their sake. Thank you. And you know, it's kind of pathetic that you know you got these people saying gas to jews i've, I've watched all i mean i text you and what they need to do let's load them all up in a plane and put them right in the middle of gaza and let's see how we get treated they'll, yeah they'll be they'll be they'll be begging to come back 
And uh, it just breaks my heart to see such hate. It, it really, you know how I am. I love everybody. I try. This is horrible. No doubt about it. But what a lot of people need to understand, and you probably understand it too, I met some Israeli soldiers when I was in the service. What they're going to do in the next few weeks is make them an endangered species. That is exactly what's fixed. And there will be no place on the face of this planet those people hide. Because when Israel goes to war, it's not in there to victory, it's to win. And it is going to be ruthless because Israel is one of the ruthless armies on this planet. And now you already have a hundred thousand soldiers at Gaza Strip. You got three hundred thousand more coming. Hamas morning is like, hey, we want to negotiate. Negotiation times are over. Israel is going to wipe them out. I am so surprised that they're even giving them warning when they're going to strike. That that just blew my mind. Because yeah. Israel usually do that. I mean, when they go in, they go in to kill. It's not. Well, but not they do. But, but no, but they do try to protect innocent civilians. They always have because that's who they are. They're, they're humane individuals. That's, you know, so they want to protect women and children, the innocent. You know, they want to go out and kill the yeah. enemy, of course. And you're right. They, they're, they're a deadly force. They've got some of the best technology in, in the world. Great minds, you know, and. So you're you're right. They're they're going to go annihilate uh, this enemy. Oh, for it's, sure. it's it's they understand something I've said on the said to you before, and said to several people. The only thing these people understand, when they are brought completely to their knees, that's all they understand. Yeah, and it's a sad way of putting it. But we're fixing to watch. There is nowhere, like I said, on the face of this earth, those people are going to be able to hide. And. What is that? Iran or Iraq? Which one? Get them both Iran. Confused? Iran, yeah. Iran is the yeah. one. Yeah. Um, they're fixing to get their eyes opened up pretty good because Israel will hit them. Yeah. I mean, that's just to it. I mean, it's just right there in your face. Israel isn't going to play with these people anymore. They. I am really surprised the restraint Israel has shown. I mean, they really have shown over the last few years the restraint of just of amazement that they've already done something. Yeah, I think they've that's over. I think that's you know? totally over. Yeah, oh, it's done. It's done. When they declare war, they declare war. It's not going in there. They won't in trials. There's, there's no trials. Their trials is the street, and that's it. Because that's what they used to do back in the day before the liberals got involved. They them. There was no ifs, no ands, no buts. And so what the world better get used to, if you listen to uh, that guy speak, <laughs> we're going in, and it, it's done. They're going to turn that place into a plot. Yeah, and it's it's going to get – there's going to be a lot still play out. I mean, they're threatening now to begin uh, executing hostages live on television with every strike of one of their military installments. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to be seeing all of that. They're going to be using all the leverage of all the hostages they have. It's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna get gruesome. Still, we got we got a long way to go before this thing, you know, it's gonna, finds it's, resolution. Uh, it, but it's gonna be horrible. Yeah, Israel already knows, and there's just the fact. I hope, and I pray, we get these hostages back. 
But the chances of that, and I think you know just as well as I do, is very slim. And and I hate to say that, but you're talking about lower. They say they're they're lower than animals. Yeah, exactly. Animals they don't are, even treat each other like lower. this. Yeah. Yeah, and so there's fact. So with the U.S. and I hope this, if go listen to Lindsey Graham on uh, Fox News and what he says. And he, he's right on. We need to go after him. The states needs to help Israel no matter what. And just it's it's time to clean them out. Well, it is. And here's here's I what I, I predict. And I, I think this is what's going to happen. They're going to start. They're going to start blowing the hell out of this place. And the longer they go, it won't take long. Support for Israel begin to wane pretty quickly. They'll go, well, you've done enough. I think you now you need to you need to you know call a truce and get get these survivors out of there and the remaining hostages. Let's go ahead and back off. It's it, you watch that's that's not going to be very long that support is going oh, yeah. to begin to 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 fade for Israel. Uh, that's 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 what'll happen, unfortunately. Oh yeah, they're going to do that. But do you think Israel's going to listen? No, no, they've no, already they're, said it. You they're going to get the job done this time, our, no matter what anybody yeah, thinks. Get out so. of our way. Yeah. We're we're in it. I think that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I'm. I mean, what do you? I mean, there's there's nothing about it. I'm 100 behind Israel. If I was a young man, I'd be over there. Because this has to end. I mean, how long do we put up with this as a world? I mean, we have let these liberals appease these for so long. And then I heard the other day. You might want to fact check this. China is involved somehow or another in giving these people the material to build these little rockets that are flying off into Israel. Did you see that? Or I, I saw something. I saw a headline about something about, like you're saying, China being involved. I didn't get into it, so I don't know the depth of that. I know that Schumer and there's a group of senators over in China asking them to, um, to uh, you know, decry all this and, and yeah, condemn it, and they. Uh, they were pretty slow to do that, and he was pretty disappointed. They finally came out and changed the statement, kind of coming out against it. But yeah, so I, I don't know where China is and all this. They're they're no they're no friend, that's for sure. No, yeah, and yeah, no friend whatsoever. So, and the other thing, you know, like you know, this could to say this, this could become a worldwide terror thing because right now in the United States. We don't know who's here now. Exactly. Really exactly. Right. How many sleeper yeah. cells are here? How many people have come across our border that are terrorists or sympathizers? Uh -huh. And we, we have no idea. And this is this is exactly what we've been talking about for so long about securing that southern border. We've already caught a bunch of terrorists coming across, known terrorists that we've caught. How many have we not caught? Nobody knows that number. So, you know, we just got to be vigilant everywhere. Everybody has to be vigilant all the time and, and be praying for these people because it, it, it's, you know, it's, anyway, we lost David, it sounds like. We got to take a break. We'll come back with more. Stay with us here on Brewer's Briefing. Forty-two is our time. Brewers briefing. I'm Brooks Brewer. Glad to have you with us for the show today. We've got Congressman Joshua Keen going to be calling in any moment now. I've been uh, talking to their people behind the scenes, and so they're going to be 
giving us a shout here shortly. We'll be uh, seeing what he has to say. So stay tuned for that. If you'd like to get involved, you can give us a text on the Wendy Chevy text line. It's available for you 24-7, by the way, 918-756-3646 is the number. And anyway, good morning to all you people. Thanks for thanks for jumping in there. Let's see what else we got here. Some of these people are so dumb, these sympathizers for Hamas and terrorists. <laughs> for example, there are people out there carrying banners in some of these stupid rallies. Gays for Hamas, queers for Hamas. Okay, banners. Queers supporting Hamas. I, I, I would challenge you queers. Take your banner to Gaza and see how long you last. See who is the one that uh, <laughs> changes your mind. It's going to be Hamas that changes your mind. Okay, pretty quickly. They don't like queers. They don't like gays. They don't. They don't accept that deal. But that's how. That's how. It's how ignorant people are in our country and in Western countries. Brainwashed young people that have no idea what the hell they're doing. It's. It's in. It's so. It's crazy. In the UK, people are arrested for hurting LGBTQ people's feelings on social media. Meanwhile, it's criminal offense under the Terrorism Act to support Hamas in UK. And yet terrorist sympathizers are allowed to advocate the murder of Jews on the streets of London. There's reports here that show. So, so, so they've got this thing that it's a law over there. You can't support these kind of groups publicly. UK has gotten really weird about not offending people. They'll put you in jail. If you offend somebody on social media, you attack somebody's point of view and you offend them. They'll come to your home and arrest you. We've seen it. It's, it's totally weird. And, but yet you can get out on the streets and support Hamas for some reason, even though it's against the law over there. It's, you remember the lady that was standing over there praying silently outside the abortion clinic and they arrested her. Remember that? That's 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 where some of these governments are. It is so upside down and so inverted. And here's a here's a caller. Let's see if this is our congressman. Good morning. Welcome to the program, Brewers Briefing. Yes. I don't want to be put on the air. Okay, well I've got to, I gotta take another call, but thank you for calling. This is Congressman Burkeen. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hang on. Do we, do we got you? Hello? Brooke? Yay. Hey, there you are. Are, are you there? Can you hear me? I, I can. Can you hear me? I we got may, you. I got I you. I may need a... What's that? So I was just going to say, there's a little dead spot that I'm coming out of. If okay. you got 10 seconds, I should be in the clear <laughs> Okay. Well, you're obviously on the road. And... uh 
cellular companies still trying to figure out how to get cellular service to people in 2023. You'd think we'd have it figured out by now, but but not not always the case. <laughs> anyway, Congressman, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, where, where are you yeah. calling us from? Uh, I'm calling you from uh, Cole County. I'm headed to the airport. Okay. Then you, where are you flying to? Yeah, I'll be in uh, D.C. Gotcha. Well, there's a lot going on. We've been talking about the, the Israeli situation all morning. Uh, tell us tell us what's going on in your world in, in, in response to all this. Well, it it's, just shows you that you know, every time that Israel threw, I'm going to put quotation marks around the word peace here, in trying to broker peace, and they have to give up more land mass, Gaza Strip um, in particular, in such a, a large uh, controlling entity since 1993, I think it was the Oslo Accords, this is where this is coming from. I mean, they if you look at geographical uh, location, they're, they've got the entire or, or, you know, one third, one half of the western edge of Israel. And so they're able to, to launch these rockets and have such success in confusing the Iron Dome on throwing out those uh, rockets up that would be you know, dud type, and then have the more expensive strategic ones uh, try to hit their target. And so my, my point is, and Marco Rubio is saying this, Israel has no choice now but to go into Gaza street by street and annihilate this this threat. They don't have any choice. I mean, how else can they, can they deal with 2.3 million people? I mean, think about that. That's almost the size of the population of Oklahoma concentrated in the Gaza Strip that that now is under the control of those that hate their guts and and are willing to you know operate in these type of atrocities. So they've got to go in and uh and you know do what uh, we would want done if we were in the same situation that is take back some some land area that's been given away. Well, I think so. I think they've got to wipe them out. They've got to take all that land back and kick all of those people out and take it back. That's what I think needs to happen. Do you think that will happen? Yeah. Do we have well, the resolve, I mean, United look, States, I, to back that kind of a move? I, I hope so, because uh, every time that we have capitulated in peace, quote, peace, it's left them with less landmass. They're, they're only like 20% of the original um, size, even dating back to what uh, the League of Nations thought they should be in the 1900s. They're 22% the size of what they were under King David's time, Solomon's time. I mean, this, there's there's thousands of years of history. They are the indigenous people there. Right. And, if, again, if you look at a map, look at the West Bank. Um, the West Bank, so not Gaza on the, on the west side of them, but the West Bank means west of Jordan. Jerusalem is in the tip of that, but about 60% of Jerusalem is, is surrounded by the West Bank. And it's because of capitulation, of constantly giving up territory. Right. Land for peace. Their strategic location. Exactly. So, what are you hearing from your colleagues? You guys in in discussions? I mean, is there? I mean, I know right now it seems like we've got pretty much overwhelming support. Besides some of the uh, savages like the squad that we have up there, you know, <laughs> saying the crap that they yeah. say. Look, mo- pretty much most people are united. My fear is this won't last for fifteen minutes when when Israel starts wiping the hell out of this this place. The, the people are going to grow weak. They're going to see some hostages murdered on live television, and they're going to get weak with their support of Israel. What's your sense? Well, look, I think that the, the, the righteous cause 
the, the world, not those that are blind, but the righteous cause is 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 what Israel is going to do in reaction. And and people have got to con- consistently be pointing that out to their friends and their neighbors. Sadly enough, you got people in New York. If you're watching the protests in yeah. New York, who are blind to this. Oh um, yeah. There, so, yeah, some a, of these Muslims right- in that rally. Matter of fact, one of them I saw on the cover of the New York Post holding up a phone with a swastika, pointing it at the Jewish protesters opposite them. You know, and down in like we were reporting down in Australia, they had a rally chanting "Gas the Jews," and and that's another concern, Congressman, about all the Jews all over the world. They're calling for Palestinians to rise up and kill Jews everywhere. Weak, weakness in, incites violence, and so Israel is going to have to be strong. They're going to have to be fierce, and uh, we're going to have to be with them. And people would say, well, you know, how do you make a separation between this and Ukraine? Historically, the United States, go back and look at how Israel reclaimed in, in, in our place in, in, in world history and in, in making sure that, that the, the Jews had a homeland again. So America is tied into this historically. And then, look, for those of us that have a biblical worldview, we also believe in the concept that those who bless Israel, uh, I will bless. Trump, the moment that he put the embassy in Jerusalem, the moment he began to express strong support of Israel and strength, man, he began to rattle the cages of those around the world. Yeah. And yet this administration has shown weakness, and it it invites the wolves. Yeah. Weakness invites the wolves. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right. Trump was the best friend Israel ever had. He he was so brave in moving the embassy there and in spite of what everybody told him to do, even his own party. And that's uh, I'll never forget that. And, and brokering the, you know, Abraham Accords and, and all the stuff that, it, yes. that was accomplished under Trump was just amazing. Uh, certainly in the Middle East. Now it's a it's a powder keg going on over there. And, and I'll just there, obviously, well, this in is Ukraine bully, as well. This is this is this is Iran. Iran. Uh, bully tactics to try to even stop further um, peace negotiations, as we know. I mean, there was that the, the Abram Accords was being built upon, and so the bully says, "We don't want this. We want to constantly threaten everyone around us." And so the hope is, it's, it's more than the United States. And you have you've seen, you know, the countries, uh, Great Britain, Australia. Um, so there, there is a, a righteous cause. There are people that are responding. This is totally different uh, in terms of, you know, how we're tied into this than what's happening in Ukraine. And I just hope the American people, you know, can see that clearly. What is the talk? I mean, do you have a sense for the next speaker who it might be? I mean, obviously, a lot of people want Jordan. I don't know where you stand on all this, but no, I'm supporting Jordan. You're supporting Jordan. Yeah, do you I'm, think that's that's yeah, a... it came out yesterday? The list of people that are supporting Jordan. OK, you can Google that. It came out. Yeah. You know, I think the title of the article yesterday was Jordan versus Scalise. Um, What's and, your sense uh, on who's going to win so that? I, look, well, my hope is uh, Jim Jordan because I think that he's a principal conservative um, that that uh, has the skill set to, to uh, broker peace among those who don't see it his way. When is the, is the vote going to be? When, are they gonna, when are you guys going to vote on this deal and make this thing happen? I would sense there's got to be well, some urgency Wednesday's now. The vote. With, yeah. Right, okay. Today is today is large discussion uh, this evening, and then uh, the vote will be Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, I would think with with all this going on, there's some urgency to get this thing done and, and get coordinated in the House and get support and so forth and yeah. so on, don't you think? There is. I, mean, I just want to make sure even the, the administration is saying that they've got all the funds necessary uh, right now uh, going to Israel 
It's in the pipeline. So there's no request that I'm aware of as of, you know, uh, earlier this morning. It's coming from Israel. There's a, you know, an amount of money that is sent every uh, annually that helps uh, support the Iron Dome and, and other technologies. You know, they are on the on the uh, cutting edge, uh, you know, right. 700 times their size landmass area is what they face uh, every day wow. against them. Yeah. 700 times their size are the enemies around them that hate their guts. So here's, and here's so, got to be, know, they're called little Satan. We're called big Satan. Right. Here's got to be some of the concern. We had reports a week ago, the Pentagon saying, Hey, we don't have enough money to replenish our own stock. We've been giving all this to Ukraine. And now we've got another need that has risen to continue to support Israel, maybe even more than normal. You know, what about where do we stand in all that? I mean, how, how are we going to do we have the resources to protect ourselves and continue to fund these causes? I mean, that's got to be an issue. Well, look, Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine uh, munition supplies did tax us uh, about six months to a year ago. You know, I think I don't know how many people know this, but McAllister Army Ammunition Plant at any time, 30 percent of all munitions, for all armed forces are in, in storage there out of McAllister, strategically located in the interior of the intercontinental United States, and yet 30% of all munitions at, at any, any point in time will be there in McAllister wow. to be uh, prepared to be sent to our, our armed sources. So as the congressional member that represents that area, we've been staying attuned to field reps that I was there last month. We are in a better situation than we were six months to a year ago. Um, so... I don't think that at least what I heard in those visits, there's not a concern that we don't have the munitions stockpile. But of course, Ukraine has had, was taxing that severely months ago, um, six months to a year ago, or more so than than current time. Right? Yeah, for sure. And then of course now we've got to continue to do what we can financially and and militarily to support our our number one ally in the Middle East. What there's got to be some fear. There's been calls from some of these savages for Palestinians around the world to rise up and kill Jews everywhere. I, I'm, I'm fearing we're going to see attacks, uh, anti-Semitism on the rise in our own country. God only knows who's come across our Southern border. You know, you guys have any conversations about precautions and anything we can do here in the United States? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was in New York city last month. I'm on the Homeland security committee, uh, chairman, Mark green, uh, even yesterday, um, is began, discussions about some committee hearings we're going to start i think moving forward on i'll, I'll yield to him and make sure that i'm not um misspeaking here but uh absolutely we're concerned there's been 250 uh apprehensions of those that are on the terrorist watch list that have come across our southern border uh, in the last two years under this administration's open right. border policies right 250 people encountered that are on our terrorist watch list in 2019 i, I think they only had one and that's the ones that we know of now, right? There, obviously, that, there's got to be there ones that have, exactly. We don't know how many they haven't caught. We, that's that's the part. We have 1.5. We have 1.5 million Godaways annually under this administration. Mm. People that you can only trace to what we think is their footsteps back crossing the border, and our border patrol agents haven't been able to apprehend them. So it's not. You know, that's why we're almost three times the population of Oklahoma now. Within the end of this year that have illegally come across that border in, in Biden's uh, almost three years, yeah. three times the population of Oklahoma. That includes the gotaways and it is a mess. Well, the Democrats seem so to be switching gears. City, Go I ahead. said this in New York. Go ahead. No, I, I said this in New York city. We held a field hearing last month and that was my question comment period with those in New York city. 
is do we not see the, the potential for another 9-11 type attack, whether it be on our water infrastructure, our electric grid? I mean, th- these aren't just people from Mexico. We have 160 different countries that have been identified as right. coming across that southern border. Right. Well, hopefully, to God, this, these, this will be a wake-up call for these people that have been lazy with the border. I mean, I know they've already switched gears a little bit and claim they're going to want to build the wall now. Is that going to happen? Well, that's almost a facade. They're saying 20 miles of border. We've got a 2,000-mile border. So they're, what they're doing is, if I could just you know, tell you what I think they're doing politically, is they know they've got a problem. They can't withstand the, the problems. When, when Democrat New York City Mayor Adams is saying this is going to destroy New York City, so they're trying to backpedal without confessing that they're backpedaling. And it's saying, oh, we'll do 20 miles of border wall to give the impression that they're doing something when that's minuscule. What they really need to do is, yes, build the wall, but we also have to reinstate the Trump era policies that led us to the 45 year low of illegal immigration. Now we have the highest illegal immigration in our nation's history. And what was so pertinent to what he was doing was more than the wall. It was the remaining Mexico. The migrant right. protection protocols that said you can't come into this United States if we don't have the capacity to detain you and and process your asylum claim, you're going right back across that border. That's the real kicker, and it's not just that; it's also stopping this uh, uh, lack of common sense of what they've turned parole into. And, and it used to be on a case by case basis. Now they turn parole into a thirty thousand per month um, quantity of individuals that are released into the interior. Well, you mentioned 160 countries. Asylum seekers, by international law, are supposed to go to the country that they border if they're seeking asylum. Yes. They shouldn't even be getting all the way to the United States border. The only people we should be seeing good, seeking yes. asylum is Mexicans, not yeah. Venezuelans and, and the 160 countries. If you're going to seek asylum, you go to the next country that borders your country, and then you go, you wait there. And, and, right. and, and it's, it's a travesty what's happening. Exactly right. Well, hey, we're out of time, but what I want to encourage you, Congressman, is to fight for the continued support. We have it now for Israel. It's going to need to be there in the weeks and months to come, and that's that's my – and I know you will. Yeah. But continue to, to fight that fight for us and and keep us posted. We, we'd yeah. love to continue to talk to you on a regular basis. Thanks. We appreciate honored to, to be with you. Thank you. Thank you, Congressman. You have a great day, sir. Be safe. You too, sir. All right. Bye-bye. Congressman John Sperkeen, we're out of time. It's time for Tradio. You guys have a good Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in. We'll do this again tomorrow.